T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm doing well outside of my eyes. I've been staring at TV screens and computers and my phone for, I feel like, 48 hours straight. Stop staring. I can't help it because all the stuff that's going on Sundays are bad. Because all I do is stare at my phone and the TV all day. What are you staring at on the phone? Well, fantasy football stuff and stats and everything Uh. like that. So ah. so that, it coupled with the TV, and then I come in here, I stare at the computer screen, I feel like I'm going blind. Damn. So, but it was all good. The stuff that I saw was... Everything you saw was good? Well... You saw it clearly? I did see it clearly. Uh, yeah, I mean, at least it wasn't boring. Okay, that's true. It was not boring. I mean, starting from Friday night all the way through oh. Sunday night. Woo! This was orange. This was football at its best. They love us in Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, well, they love everything this morning. In Syracuse after that victory, and we'll talk plenty of college football coming up on the show. Yeah, we're but... gonna have to because I gotta I gotta address my haters out there, man. Oh, really? Oh, god, they were just killing us Saturday. Damn, LSU fans win two games in a row, and now they all high and mighty. Really? They were Shout out. out. They, were yeah, out. they were out. With should've the pitchforks, so- should have been somewhere just enjoying their libations and a, a stellar victory. But no, they had to sling some. Arrows my way, Adam Zucker's way, and Rick Neuheisel's way. That's all right. We can handle it. Bring it. Yeah. Well, yeah. they should be happy that they got back-to-back games on Thank CBS. You. Just be happy about that. They're losing to Troy. Yes! Remember that? Troy? Crying out loud. And how about the Auburn Tiger mascot? How about you? I say this all the time. Don't taunt the alligator until you cross the river. Yeah. Dude dressed up as a Trojan, a Troy Trojan. And then when you get across the river, then you taunt the then alligator. Then you can taunt because you your ass is yours, in the clear. Gator. Yeah. Can't do anything. Gator can't get you there. Yeah. Why what are you going to do, do now, you weird-ass gator? Trolling people on their side. Are you crazy? Uh, we will start, though, in the NFL yesterday. And even though I grew up a big Minnesota Vikings fan, even though the Packers were playing the Vikings yesterday. I hated to see that scene of Aaron Rodgers leaving on that cart, and we find out that he broke his collarbone and he might be out for the rest of the year. It sucks on so many levels for football, for viewing pleasure, for the league, for the Packers. And this guy is one of the best quarterbacks we have ever seen, and now you might not get a chance to see him this year on on a team that – if you look at the NFC, how wide open is the NFC? A team that could have easily, well, not easily, but was definitely in that conversation, the top tier of that conference, and maybe another Super Bowl for him. So not a great sight yesterday. Really unfortunate. Uh, when he got off the field, I thought there was a chance that he could come back. Uh, then when he got on the card, I said, well, that's the end of it. They don't put people <laughs> on a card for just the hell of it. Like, I want you sit on the card. <laughs> Well, you go to the tent, and if everything checks out in the tent, you come back to the bench, you start tossing the ball around. None of that. Straight to the cart. Yeah. So the Minnesota Vikings go on to win the game. They're now 4-2. and two. That division is interesting, but now I don't believe that there's going to be a team that comes out of it that's going to be a legit contender in the NFC. It would be surprising to me, but uh, that was huge news. Brett Hundley came in. He threw three picks. Did not look like a guy who was prepared for that situation, but how can you be, really? Um, And we'll see if he can see what the Packers do at the quarterback position. If they go out and and try to make a move, 
or they they roll with Hunley as long as they can, and maybe a full week of practice with the first team can turn him into a competent quarterback enough to win a couple games for him. Well, that's what they're hoping. And one, uh, you knew the Vikings would have to be involved if there was a serious injury like that going down. And, of course, they were. Usually it's one dressed in purple right. that's uh, the befallen one. But uh, it was the, the opposing quarterback this time. So uh, you guys keep rolling on. You got a nice little streak, an injury streak through the uh, Minnesota Vikings. And two, there's no replacing Aaron Rodgers. That's like replacing Michael Jordan. That's like replacing Magic Johnson. That's like replacing Larry Bird. There's no replacing him. You're hoping you can do a little bit better than Treadwater. And Huntley, uh, Brett Huntley has been there for a while. And if you talk to anyone that's seen this offense and having played against it, it's a, a pretty uh, intricate offense. And there are little nuances to it that no doubt that Aaron Rodgers, heck, uh, he had um, had expertise in exploiting as far as the opposing defenses. So uh, this guy knew that offense through and through and, and is being able to improvise at certain times, and, and Cowboy fans know this uh, too well, uh, that added to the exceptional play calling of Mike McCarthy and, and the fact that this is an offense that gives defenses fits. Yes, you need the Jimmys and the Joes, not just the X's and the O's, and they have that. Now they don't at the quarterback position. And so uh, it's going to be – Difficult, I think, here for short term for uh, them to be start rolling on offense like they were once before. Uh, but minimize the mistakes. That's got to be the key for Brett Hundley. And defense, they have to step up. Everyone has to step up. And we know we, we say that all the time about any team that deals with significant injuries. But that's the truth. That's what has to occur now. And there's no replacing uh, Aaron Rodgers. Now, maybe Hundley can come in and use his athleticism because he was damn good at it at, at UCLA. And, uh, you know, beaten up a little bit coming out into the draft a few years ago. But they, they have to find out what he does best. And he needs to go out there and, as he said yesterday, not try to be Aaron Rodgers, just try to be Brett. Uh, maybe Brett Frog. Uh But uh, now getting those reps, we'll see what he's made of and, and how they tweak this offense to cater to his abilities. What about Tony Romo? Tony Romo, get his ass broken. He's not coming out of retirement. You better stay in the booth. Well, this weak collarbone. I know what well, I was going to say. Adam Troy Aikman brought that up. The only he collar- some other things up too, Troy. Right. Wow. The, the, the only collarbone that's in worse shape than Aaron Rodgers is probably right. Tony Romo's. Exactly. Uh, but, boy, wouldn't that be a story? If there's a place that he comes out of retirement for, this would be one of those places, oh, he better, right? He better never, ever go back to Dallas. He does that. <laughs> well, why? Considering recent history with Green Bay. Yeah, but. He better he sell your house now. <laughs> Take your sell. cowboy fandom out of it. No. If you're Tony your Romo, if you're Tony Romo and you're saying, all right, there's a couple of jobs in the league mm-hmm. that I would come out of retirement for, the Packers have to be on that list. I mean, of course the Cowboys would be on these familiar. We all understand that. I mean, the Patriots would be one if they came calling. If something ever happened to Brady, but they probably wouldn't because they love Garoppolo. He's won some games for him. Um, but uh, this is like the situation. This is the, other than the Cowboys, to me, this is the situation. Maybe the Falcons would be another well, well, one. Listen here, Jersey Shore. If he is not coming out of retirement, yes, in the words of Buford T. Justin, he can think about it, but don't do it. He wouldn't last the series. Who's Jersey Shore? Isn't that the situation? Isn't he from Jersey Shore? Where's the situation from? Oh, yeah, all right. Mikey, the situation. I was tied that went right over my head because you know oh, my, my aversion to the Jersey Shore. I didn't know that. Well, it's New Jersey, isn't it? Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I was like, New what Jersey. do you call me Jersey uh, Shore for? The situation. Oh, okay. I had the right 
Show. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Bizarre references. I just know it in passing. Never <laughs> seen an episode. Yeah, I, this is it, man. Wow. If I'm Romo, I'm doing it. Because you know he knows You're how not to. doing it. You know, yes, he is. You already know you could do the broadcasting thing. That job will be there for you no matter what. You're going to do a Jay Cutler. You, you give it a shot. Okay. If, if you're the Packers, why not just have him in for a workout? See how he's, see how he's chucking the ball. Break his collarbone I'm just throwing the wor- during the workout. So, if he, so he can broadcast with a broken collarbone. Okay. He's been through it before. I'm, why, if you, you think you could just go with Brett Hundley and be okay at four I and two? You're going to have to. I, I think you, you go with him. Who's it? Callahan is his other backup who was on the practice squad, and they'll elevate him. But you have to go with the guys that know that offense. And uh, is, is Tony Romo similar in his style to Aaron Rodgers without the mobility? Yeah, somewhat. But I don't think he comes out of the booth. No. It would be a long shot, but this He's would not be in the football job. Shape. And he was just talking. Maybe uh, he is. He, he was talking in the game yesterday uh, about Le'Veon Bell and how it takes you three or four games to get going and how important, imperative training camp is. He's had no training camp. He hasn't had. He's had nothing. Yeah. He's been training to be a broadcaster. No, that's true, but the Packers are in desperation mode, I think. I don't think you can let this season slip away, and I certainly think that you got to try to keep it together if there's a chance that Aaron Rodgers comes back for the playoffs. There's any well, chance. That's what of, happened last time he was hurt, right? Right. 2013, he came back, uh, won the last game, and, and they clinched the division. you got to be able to keep it together. So you, you look at every option. So you bring, you bring Romo in, and you, you make him the backup to Hundley. Uh, at least in the beginning, yeah. yeah, you can't throw him in there right away. Well, but I mean, uh, if he's in shape, if you bring him in and he he was willing to work out, I think it's a long shot. Trust me. But if he's willing to work out and he looks really good and he did keep himself in decent shape, it's it's worth a shot if he's willing to do it. I mean, what do you what do you have to lose if you're the Packers? Really, mm-hmm. you got nothing to lose at all. I mean, Romo, of course, what he has to lose, he'll still have the job. So it's not like the CBS is going to turn their backs on him. But, no. I mean, what he has to lose is to get crushed again and broken in half, which probably doesn't feel very good. <laughs> so, so, next, so next time we'll see him, he'll be in a, he'll be in a sling in the broadcast booth with Jim Nance, right? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Wait, Jim, say that again. I'm over in pain. I'm hopped up on Percocet. If I'm Romo, I'm not doing it. But if I'm the Packers, not. if I'm the Packers, I'm at least calling. You call him, not Kaepernick? I would call Kaepernick. You, trust me. I'm, I've, I've said I'd call Kaepernick in just about every situation. The <laughs> Titans was the one that made the most sense to me. That was the most ridiculous. Well, I mean, no Brandon Wheaton. I mean, come on. Oh, that Who was is? the most ridiculous one out of them all. Who is? Um, but, yeah, I would, I, I've, at this point, I've, I've now given up. I've given up on Colin Kaepernick getting well, a job too. because he's <laughs> sued the league, and we will right. talk more about that uh, and the owners in a collusion lawsuit. Um, but I've given up on that. I don't even bring his name up any longer when it comes to getting a job because it's clear that he's not going to get a job because no one will bring him in because they're afraid of stuff that they shouldn't be afraid of. Now, the NFC is is just I'm wide open, I guess is a cliche phrase, but the NFC, who is... All right, you got the Eagles, but... Do we really trust the Eagles yet at 5-1, and second-year head coach, second-year quarterback? Defense looks really good front seven-wise. The secondary stinks. Wentz looks really good. But, I mean, are we really buying into a 5-1 and Eagles team right now? I guess we have to. I'm buying into them because of the 
issues they've had in the secondary. They lose their best defenders back there, and they're still rolling along 5-1, and one, and they have balance on offense. That's why I like this football team. Garrett Blunt comes over. He looks like a, a different player body-wise, and he's running the rock damn well. And you got Carson Wentz, uh, who's really, as I said the other day, we were talking about their Thursday night game versus the Panthers. As their coach, Doug Peterson, said he, he knew what was going on. Now he understands why what's going on is going on. And that's a totally different deal, having an understanding of why you are doing things in the manner in which you are. So uh, the light has gone off for him. It's gone off for this offense. They can continue with the balance. They can continue with the excellent wide receiver play. They were drops galore the last couple of years at that position. And if they can stay healthy, and, and, and I, I think they are for real. And Fletcher Cox has been for real for a long, long time. They have an excellent defense uh, from the defensive line to the linebackers. And now the secondary with Malcolm Jenkins back there, he's picking up the pieces for the holes that have been left because of injury. So, yes, I think they are for real. Five and one in this league, uh, yeah. I'm going to go through the other four. They're five and one. I'm going to go through the four and two teams. There are one, two, three, four of them in the NFC. All right? You tell me if you really like. You got to envision one of these teams in the Super Bowl. All right? See if you can envision one of these teams in the Super Bowl. The Minnesota Vikings. Mm. (laughs) No. Come on. I'll answer that one for you. Their defense, yes. Can I pick half the team? Yeah, wouldn't it be great, though, if Teddy Bridgewater came back and led that team to a Super Bowl? What's wrong with Case Keenum leading them to a Super Bowl? I I don't think he could. I just don't think he could. But that would be some hell of a story. Here comes Teddy with his uh, little broken legs, (laughs) and he comes back and leads them to it. That would be something else. The Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers. Four and two. No. Okay. The Carolina Panthers. Back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. I think the other night was an aberration. I think that they do have a shot. And what about the Los Angeles Rams? Yeah, I thought they could go to Jacksonville and get a W, and they did that. Uh, the balance, the, the defense, uh, what what Wade Phillips is doing with those guys, yes, I believe they could be there. Yeah, so those are your 4-2 and two teams. And then you got the Saints at 3-2, and two, the Seahawks at 3-2, and two, the Redskins at 3-2, and two, the Lions at 3-3. Three and three. And the Cardinals at three. I think the, the Washington could make a, a, a run at yeah, it. Yeah, they should have destroyed San Francisco yep. yesterday they were at home until off a bye. I mean, that should have been. Yeah. And then you get C.J. Beathard in there, who basically comes in. They should trade for him, the uh, the Green Bay Packers. You look damn good yeah, coming in in that and, situation. And, and what's happened to Vernon Davis? Man, you're talking about kicking father time in the butt. He looks excellent. Yeah, he always, always was built like a you know, a brick you-know-what, and even more so now. Yeah, and a lot of old guys yesterday stepping up in in a big way, and we'll talk more about them as the show goes on. But the point is that the NFC is full of slop right now. <laughs> they really are. It is a slop fest in the <laughs> there's NFC. There's a lot of parody. Well, it's a slop fest. I think there's a lot of parody. I'd call it that. Okay. Parody. Give me a can, can I have a good team I believe in? Can that happen, please? Philly. Uh, Why don't you believe in them? Uh, not yet. I don't know. I can't. I can't see Doug Peterson's big head coaching in the Super Bowl. I just can't picture <laughs> well, it. Well, can you picture him with his visor and his, his out of date haircut and his giant head coaching Super Bowl? It. Don't picture it. Yet. Maybe it'll be the Giants after Philly. a big win last night. They look. They defense looked apart. <laughs> Tell you, man. What was that? Right. Let's go. And I would hope that the fantasy folks had, had plugged in uh, Ingram because uh, he was the main target. <laughs> yeah, I played him last week. He gets two targets, Ooh. no catches, and then of you, course you sat him this week. No, well, I mean, it was daily, so I didn't. Oh. Uh, I didn't end up playing him this week. But yeah, no, a guy looked great. No, I, I knew he had a bunch of talent. I just picked the wrong week to uh, 
to play him, obviously. All right. We want to hear from you this morning, 855-212-4CBS. If you're the Packers, do you ask Romo if he wants to play? If you're Romo, do you want to play? 855-212-4227. Lines are open. We've got some baseball to talk about next. Lots of college football on the show. But first, here's Brian for you. That's right, Brian Jones. Here again for Relief Factor. And maybe like me, you were a high school superstar athlete. I was. Sure I was. Even a professional athlete. Either way, I'll bet you have some aches and pains that are making your life miserable. Hard to get out of a chair, hard to golf or play tennis or even walk up and down stairs where you don't have to be an athlete to have pain, neck, back, shoulder, hip, or knee pain. Even general muscle aches and pain can be a bummer. This is why I'm so happy with Relief Factor, 100% drug-free way to lower or even eliminate pain. Sure has worked for me and my pain, elbow pain, ankle pain, everything, all types of issues from playing football all those different years and just running into things around the house. And I was skeptical, but no longer because Relief Factor works for me. So here's what I suggest you do. Like tens of thousands of other athletes and non-athletes have already done. Go to relieffactor.com. Order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. I'm pleased to announce that for all of October, the owners of Relief Factor donate $5 of each three-week quick start to children in need. Go to relieffactor.com to order now. relieffactor.com. Maybe you're skeptical like I was, but don't be skeptical anymore because I'm telling you the truth. It worked for me. It will work for you. You will be out of pain. All right? So go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Andrew Bogus is here, but we got someone who wants to talk about Romo, so we'll see uh, who's side oh, really? he's on here. It's Jeremy in Oklahoma City oh, okay. on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jeremy? Good morning. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, man. You guys every morning. Well, thanks, you Jeremy. Great. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think that um, Tony Romo should stay in the booth, man. I've been a longtime Cowboy fan. And it's just been disappointing, even when he was in the Cowboy uniform. You know, every year that we think we have something going, <laughs> something that can go wrong will go wrong. And it was always Tony Romo who was that wrong, you know, kid. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I also want to mention this, you know, with the Eagles, you know, they wasn't in the playoffs last year, so could you actually consider them a factor knowing that Carson Wentz doesn't have playoff experience? You have to also take in consideration that, that atmosphere. You know, the the game completely slows down. And also, too, if the Cowboys are, let's say they get it together over the course of the next six games, Ezekiel Elliott's expended, suspended, you know, uh, this to me is considered Dak's rookie season because teams know what they're going to get, so they're going to lock up Ezekiel. But if they're able to get it together, will the do you see the Cowboys being able to make it now that possibly Aaron Rodgers, who's been our Achilles heel, do you think that the Cowboys have a chance to make it to the <laughs> NFC? I don't, Jeremy. Damn, Jeremy. Achilles heel. Yeah. 524 in Oklahoma City. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's well, a good call. I, I don't That's like, a great call. I don't like the Cowboys at all this year. I didn't like them before the season. I don't like them now. Their defense isn't any good. The Zeke thing is just not going away. I don't. I don't consider them a factor currently, but of course, no. I they'll be change. a factor. I thought going into this this season that they would uh, they would not even sniff the thirteen and three record they they amassed a season ago, uh, and uh, especially with some of the the lackings or failings on the defensive side of the ball in the secondary, and not a, a, uh, not having a consistent pass rush. Demarcus Lawrence has been a beast for most of the season, but there've been a couple of games here where I uh, have not called his name. Uh, and so that 
notwithstanding, I don't think they they get near the record they have had a season ago. But they they will play. Uh, they'll be a factor. Uh, we'll see how much of a factor. Yeah, I don't know about the Carson Wentz inexperience excuse because if they keep playing this way, then they're probably going to have at least a home playoff game, maybe more. And what place right now would he have to go to on the road that would be all that intimidating? I guess Seattle would be one. Green Bay, I can't factor in right now until I find out what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not like this is a guy who is has got all – like he has to go to New England or he's got to go to Arrowhead or he's got to go to Heinz Field. There's nobody in the NFC right now. It's all that scary, but we know that it's only – we're only heading into week seven, so that could change. Well, a lot of guys that hadn't – Played in the playoffs until they played in the playoffs. That's how you get the experience. Yeah, so, Tom Brady. Uh, you be fine. Happened, happened quickly for him, yes, didn't it? Yes, it did. That's a bad example because he's one of the greatest well, to ever play. He still had to have, but <laughs> dip his toe into the playoff waters and do something with it, and he did. Andrew Bogus is here. He's got an update for us. What's he's happening, been to the Andrew? Playoffs. Good morning. A- Andrew, boys. fresh off a fight. This morning with Amy Lawrence at uh, Mm. 5.30. Well, thanks, Greg. The Dodgers have two game-ending home runs in their postseason history. Both have come on October 15th. Kirk Gibson in 88, Justin Turner last night. Turner with a fly ball to center field. It's way back at the wall. A three-run walk-off home run for Justin Turner. The Dodgers are up two games to none, and they are going crazy. 4-1, the final count over the Cubs in L.A. Charlie Steiner, Dodgers Radio. Justin Turner took John Lackey deep. Lackey, of course, is a starter, not a reliever. You want to be in these games, and, you know, it's not typical of the way I'm usually in them, but... You know, still got to try to get the job done. Joe Madden went with Lackey and Brian Dunsing in the ninth, saving Wade Davis for a save opportunity that never materialized. The NLCS shifts to Wrigley Game 3 tomorrow night. The Astros and Yankees back on the field tonight. Game 3 in the Bronx after Houston won twice at home. Charlie Morton and CC Sabathia on the now first pitch is shortly after 8 Eastern. Away from the postseason, former Braves and Marlins manager Freddie Gonzalez the reported frontrunner to replace Brad Ausmus in Detroit. Colin Kaepernick taking his fight with the NFL into another level following a collusion grievance against owners with high-powered lawyer Mark Garagos. The Players Association says it was unaware this was coming but will support Kaepernick. The 0-5 Giants somehow won in Denver on Sunday Night Football. This certainly helps. Simeon takes the shotgun snap and he's back to throw. He throws it underneath. Pass intercepted by Jack Rabbit. He's to the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Giants! 44 yards for Jack Rabbit. His friends call him Janoris Jenkins, Bob Papa, WFAN here in New York. The pick six gave Big Blue a 17-3 lead before halftime. They beat the Broncos 23-10. The Steelers gave the Chiefs their first loss of the season, 19-13 at Arrowhead. The Rams a 27-17 win in Jacksonville. Three more touchdown passes from Deshaun Watson as the Texans handled the Browns, 33-17. Cleveland held off San Francisco, 26-24. And the Vikings beat the Packers, 23-10. Anthony Barr broke Aaron Rodgers' right collarbone in the first quarter. And as you know... Aaron's a great player. So it's bad news. He couldn't miss the rest of the season. <laughs> Brett Hundley threw three picks in relief yesterday. Alabama, a unanimous number one in the AP college football poll after four top ten teams lost this weekend, including number two Clemson. They dropped to seven while Penn State moves up to number two. Georgia, TCU, and Wisconsin complete the top five. And on ice last night, the Kings topped the Islanders 3-2. L.A. is 4-0-1, the best five-game start in franchise history. Boys? 
All right, Bogus, thanks. Uh, by the way, there's a a man that we're going to listen to right now who sings a song. Bogus, put your headphones on for a second. See if you can figure out who this is. Ready? Go ahead and play this. You know who this is? It's New Heisel, isn't it? No. Sam Smith. No. This is uh, Ed Sheeran. No, no. Oh, that's a, you know what's a compliment to this guy. This is an athlete, obviously. Yeah. Come on, Brian. Uh, what do you mean, come on, Brian? You come on. You didn't <laughs> guess right. Yeah, but I knew it wasn't <laughs> an actual singer. Man, I tell you, picking fights left and right. One of my hey, next? boy, I, I won't back down. Like <laughs> this morning, even though I don't know what happened this morning, uh, <laughs> I, I back down. <laughs> uh, Victor Oladipo. <laughs> no, it's no, not Victor no. Oladipo. <laughs> The man who will be Le'Veon Bell. No, no, no. Tony no. Romo. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. No. Yeah. yeah. Matt Castle. No. Teddy Bridgewater. No, hold on. You want the answer now? No. CJ Beathard. Wait, let me listen. Hold on. Hell, I don't know. This is the man who will be shutting down your Yankees tonight. Oh, Charlie Blank and Morton. Poor man's Roy Holiday coming for that ass. Let's go. Is there any way to learn from what you've been told? Do you really have to hold the experience? Listen to him. This is in the post game tonight. He's gonna. He's not even going to give an interview. He's just going to strum it. Fastball's working good. Oh, yeah. It's no hitter. No big deal. Yeah. One win away. Gonna go in the Yankee Stadium and pull down my pants and show everybody what I'm working with. I'm doing exactly what you gotta do. Oh, Aaron Judge, you're not so tough. Gary Sanchez, you can't catch the ball. Mm. Up your butt, Brian Jones. Oh, it's gonna be great. I tell you, it's gonna Bunch of Mets losers in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you? What's that mean, Mikey B? I'm not Yankee denied. brother. You ain't no damn Yankee brother. What are you wearing on your chest? It was clean, if man. You were Yankee, it was clean, man. Your Yankee brother, you would have snatched his hand off the board there when he started playing that. Yankee brother. Yeah. Well. Probably why Sanchez can't catch. We've worried about him with pass balls. He can't even catch a damn ball right there in his glove. He should have made the play. It wasn't yeah, an easy. Yeah, it wasn't play. an easy play, yes, but he should have made it. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. That was an easy play. I made a play short hop in front of oh, a big old whatever. catcher's yeah, mitt. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's like trying to catch it with a yeah, loaf of bread. Yeah, Stuff to he, do. He couldn't catch a loaf of bread either. <laughs> I bet he could, actually. Uh, yeah, he probably could. No, he the couldn't. sveltest of young men. I, I, all kidding aside, I actually I think that you're in a good situation. We're uh, fine. We're right, we got him right where we want him. Yeah, I really don't think it's all that bad. I, re- I really don't. I think that the way that you played the Astros the first couple of games, the fact that their offense didn't go off, and you're going back home, and uh, in in, in now you're getting into your past Keuchel and Verlander, and it's not like you got wow, crushed Verlander. in these games. Oh, he was un- He was unbelievable. Yeah. No, um, I didn't get crushed. I mean, so one deficits, but right. the losing the matter in which you lose, they make the plays. Yeah. They make the plays with their outfielders, and the Yankees don't make the damn play. And the play was right there for you to make, Gary Sanchez. Yeah, damn it. So uh, ah, game anyway, game three, yeah, game three Appreciate tonight. It. Charlie Morton on the hill. 
Good singer. Let's hope he's better singing than pitching tonight. There's some other stuff. That's a live version. I gave these guys that last minute, so maybe we could find something a little bit later. So good quality stuff from the Charlie Morton album. Hmm. You know, it's got to be a... <laughs> he used to have a MySpace page, but I think the MySpace doesn't exist anymore. So uh, speaking of uh, the Mets, how about a former one last night? Justin Turner with a walk-off <laughs> three-run homer to give the Dodgers a 2-0 lead in the NLCS. 29 years to the day. Yep, you guys didn't appreciate him here. That, <laughs> that Kirk Gibson hits his home run. Tommy Lasorda is at the game, of course. He gets he goes into the clubhouse after the game. What a scene. Just an unbelievable emotional home run for the Dodgers. And one that, you know, probably shouldn't have happened if John Lackey's not in the game. You know, I was shocked that Madden went to Lackey. Now, I know that the baseball rules say on the road, you know, you don't necessarily go to the closer until you have the lead. But if Lackey, who just pitched yesterday, Mm -hmm. is the guy that you're going to go to, I don't even know he went like an inning and a third, whatever it was. But if that's your other option coming out of the pen, then you go to Wade Davis. You go to Wade Davis and squeeze out whatever type of Anything that he's got in him, go two innings, go more if he's feeling good, if they're quick innings. Uh, I, I know it's a second guess, but when he went in there, I said, man, Lackey in this spot? Yeah, you're thinking bring your closer in, even though it's not as, it, it is essentially a save opportunity. You're trying to save this until you can get to the top of the 10th, and, and yet you want to go with, with, with Lackey, who first time ever he pitched in back-to-back games in, in his lengthy career, and you look at the numbers and you say, okay, he's got pretty good numbers versus Turner, and, and in this situation it didn't um, – play out like uh, Joe Madden would, would ideally want. But, yeah, I'm thinking I'm bringing in my closer with all that information. The guy has never gone back-to-back days, and this is a critical situation we're in right now. I'm bringing in my closer right now, and maybe he can go just the, the you know one inning or maybe we can get him for a couple innings, but I need to get to the next inning, and then I'll worry about that then. Here is Joe Madden talking about his decision not to use Wade Davis. Because uh, I really just needed him for the save. We needed him for the save tonight. There was limited. He had limited pitches. It was one inning only. Um, in these circumstances, did you don't get him up and then don't get him in. So if we had caught the lead, he would have pitched. I just don't like Lackey being the other option. You know, I mean, to me, that's you want to tell me that that you're not going to Davis because of those reasons, but it's just going to Lackey in that spot. You just felt like it was done, and it was. So. Um, that's what uh, that's uh, what led to that home run, in my opinion. And Justin Turner is just—I mean, he, the guy is an unbelievable hitter and an amazing situation. That he, I don't think he's ever had a walk-off home run in the regular season. I read this morning and, and hits a walk-off home run in one of the biggest spots of his career. Why couldn't he stick here? What's the deal? Mets didn't, uh, didn't appreciate him. No, I mean the Mets are. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing that you can't insult the Mets because all the Mets fans understand they're one of the worst organizations in sports. Oh, there's God. nothing you can do. It's like the dead ho- the beating of the dead horse. Like there's nothing you can say. It's going to be like, oh man, that hurt. Because nothing. They've already squeezed out every bit of positivity out of us. We're we're fan carcasses, is what we are. And there's nothing you could do. It's over. There's nothing you could say. Well, you that can takes whip, all the fun out of it. You can whip us. Nothing. You can beat us. You can spit on us. It doesn't matter. We're just unaffected by it because of what that team has already done to us. We know. 
Daniel Murphy's one of the best hitters in baseball. He should have never gotten away. Justin Turner, look at him running around the bases. He's a star. Should have never gotten away. Matt Harvey was the the, the dark knight is now basically. Just hey. dark. <laughs> yeah, right. Done. <laughs> so there's nothing you could say. Sorry. Well, that just takes You're... all the fun out of it, well, man. Good. Gosh. <laughs> Mets. Yeah. Nothing you could nothing. do. Nothing you could do. Nothing you wow. could say. Go Mets. It's nah, over. I can't even say that, huh? It yeah. is over. Oh, man. But remember. Y'all stink. Last team in this uh, tri-state area. Go to the World Series. Oh, New York Mets. Well, well, hang your hat on that one. I, yeah, I, okay, I will. Okay. I will. Wow. I will. Last uh, well, that, LCS that, the that, Mets were in was a victory. That, that'll last about uh, four or five more days. Oh, will it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. We'll see. Not if Charlie Morton goes out there and sings his way to a victory. <laughs> well, hopefully he just sings. Okay, so no. Sit down, Brett Gardner. Yeah. We've been dealing with haters all our lives. Yeah, bring it on. Bald ass Gardner. How many more strikeouts can I take? Greg Bird, show a little emotion, Greg Bird. What are you, a robot? I don't understand. Mm-mm, Joe Girardi, stop crying, you wuss. <laughs> All right, we'll come back, talk some college football, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Oh! Coming right back. Give us a call right now, 855-212-4CBS. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This was not supposed to be the weekend that shook up college football, and it did. And Why not? It started early. Well, because there wasn't any top 20... Twop? <laughs> top? <laughs> top? <laughs> That's the first time I've ever said twop in my life. Now I've said it three times. I like that. Uh, top wow. 25 matchups... <laughs> On the slate. That's why. Twop 20. Twop 20. Twop 20. Yeah. 20. Twop, twop, twop. There wasn't any on the slate. That's why. Well, that's why we love college football, because you get unranked teams that can jump up and bite you in the you-know-what, and, and that's what happened with <laughs> the with, twops. <laughs> bite you in the twop. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to hurt. It's going to leave a mark. Uh, and, and that's exactly what happened uh, Friday night in, in, with Clemson and, and Syracuse. And Kelly Bryant was not right. You could tell yeah. right out the gate that this kid was not right. And, and, and there was big questions whether or not he should have played and – and uh, that played right into the hands of Syracuse because they get up early in the ball game, and 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 then they just kept the momentum going. Anytime you go on the road and you go in an environment like that, and well, you know, the, well, everyone every week, your Clemson, you, your program is the reigning national champion. Everyone's going to be up for you. That's their Super Bowl. Uh, you want to take the crowd out of it immediately. You want to take that demoralize that team, your opponent immediately, and, and that didn't occur there. They played a dynamite game in Dungy. Uh, I keep calling him Dungy. Dungy, the quarterback, was outstanding uh, for, for Syracuse, and they made the big plays. But Bryant c- clearly was not right, couldn't get out of harm's way, and then he leaves with the concussion. You put Zerry Cooper in there, and uh, now he'll uh, – if – uh, Brian is not able to come back after a bye week. Uh, it, you, it'll be Cooper, but uh, this this uh, Syracuse teams they they do it every year. They did it Louis, not Louisville. Who they do it to? Vitek a year ago when Dino Babers said, uh, you know, they just didn't know in, in his post game uh, speech to his team. But how about it's not like a the Flintstones Bowl, Dino versus Dabo. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Really? Uh, so yeah, you had that that happened, and and, and then. 
you know, Washington losing to Arizona State. Yeah, but just for one more second yeah. on, on Clemson and Dabo Sweeney and Dino Babers. Did you read Dabo Sweeney's lips at the end of that game when he went to talk to Dino Babers? He, you could see it. He said, I'm so happy for you, which yeah. is which is something that I wanted to point out just because even if he's lying, good for him. You know, because how annoyed are you if you're Tabo Sweeney losing that game and he goes over and, and makes sure that he's just a class act to, to Dino Babers? We've seen so much coldness and ticked-off coaches, and, of course, Dabo walks around with a chip on his shoulder all the time, and uh, and he was just graceful in, in defeat there. Yeah. And this is a huge win for that program. I don't want to hear anything about and I don't like Syracuse. You know that. But, uh, you know, seeing some of these excuses like, well, because of the quarterback situation and blah, blah, blah. I mean, this isn't that big of a deal. Yes, it is. I mean, and you have them at home. It's a huge win for that program. Is it, And it, hopefully for them, you know, it's a jumping off point. You saw Pitt go in there last year and, and beat Clemson, and, mm-hmm. and they even beat Penn State last year and, and didn't really do much comeback this year. It's kind of been not a great season. Well, that, that Penn State win early in the season, Penn State was not the Penn State we saw at the, at the latter part of the season. They were so banked up. But it should uh, be a jumping off point. It should help a lot. It's it, Well, it, yeah, you it, thought that last year if they beat Vitek as this well. Is but bigger, this is though. I, I would agree. I was going to yeah. say that. This is much, much more significant of a win than, than that was uh, last year. Uh, and, and and we'll see if it's a jumping-off point for them. Uh, the offense has been there defensively. They've been lacking, uh, but they can chunk it around and, and score big. They just can't stop anyone. And how about Washington losing to, I mean, Arizona State, whose defense hasn't looked that good in I don't know how long. Now, they've had some players come out of there that have been NFL players, uh, like Perfect and our buddy Tamarius Randall. Like, they've had some guys that have come off that defense that have been talented guys and been NFL players, but generally they're not playing that well on defense. They were suffocating in that game, mm-hmm. getting after Jake Browning every single time he dropped back, it seemed like. And that's one, I especially with Todd Graham, you think he's going to be on the hot seat. He's done, or he is on the hot seat. He's a lame duck, potentially, and all of the stuff that's swirling. For them to go out and play that well, especially defensively, just a shocker. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree. And, and you never know what's going to happen. You go on the road, and, and things just occur. And, and, and if you're not bringing your A game, sometimes you're, you're good enough to win with the B and C game, but not in that environment. For one night, Todd Graham was able to get his, his boys to, to get hopped up on emotion and, and protect their backyard, and, and they were just so stellar on the defensive side. And you, you hit the nail on the head, but the pressure they applied uh, to Jake Browning and, 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 and Washington, uh, you know, their defense, they tried to hang in there. You hold a team with 13 points, you think you have a good chance of winning, especially in today's game. I know back, you know, way back like Ice Age when I was playing, that was our goal. We had felt like we can keep a team with 13 points, great. We're going to win this ball game. And with all these up-tempo offenses and the way offenses are able to move the rock these days, you hold them to 13. We're in this. We got this. We'll hold on until our defense gets rolling. Excuse me, our offense gets rolling. But they never got rolling uh, because A-State played one well of a game. And Washington State also goes down and was basically non-competitive. And now you have a Pac-12 that, I mean, anything could change every week. But Pac-12 right now that is going to have a tough time you know, might be, it looks like they're the favorite out of the Power Five conferences to not have a team in the playoff after what happened. No past undefeated week. teams left in that uh, in that conference uh, currently. And, and so, yeah, I, I said it last week when we were talking about inside college football that I thought the Pac-12 would be the team that or the conference that would be left out 
if Washington couldn't run the table. And, of course, they have now uh, fallen to, to Arizona State. Everyone else was pointing at, at the Big 12, which didn't make sense because we've seen OU a couple years ago lose a game early and then run off about 10 straight and get into the, the college football playoff. And, and, of course, TCU is undefeated. That long, lengthy game there in Little Manhattan versus uh, Kansas State with all the rain delays or lightning delays, I should say. Do you want to address the haters now, or you want to do it after the, the top of the hour? Uh, top of the hour. Okay. Let's do it at the top of the hour. Right. That way they have a chance to call in and, and, okay. and, and speak for themselves because they're crazy. All right, and uh, this is a good time to tell people that also at the top of the hour want the phone calls lined up for Brian Jones. It's open phones with Brian Jones. Your opportunity to ask this college football guru any question you want the big stories in college football and about your team. Maybe you don't get an opportunity to hear about your team as much. Well, now you can. Now is your opportunity at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. The lines are completely open right now. Grab one. We promise you you'll get on the air next segment. What uh, I saw in the rundown, two coaches we spoke to last week. I remember Kingsbury. Who's the other one? Well, the last the last two weeks. Uh, Ken, oh, the last two weeks. Well, oh, last week. Yeah, Ken Niamatololo. Oh, actually right. last week. Yeah, That was last week. Okay, Wasn't yeah. there another one? Well, we talked Kingsbury. to Dab- well, Dabo. Kingsbury. I know. Kingsbury and Ken Niamatololo. Niamatololo. I'm, I'm thinking there's more, though, than that that this season have lost. But Dabo it was a couple of weeks. He just lost his kicker after we talked to him. Hmm. I guess that's probably it. That was right? it? We jinxed him? Yeah, Jalen I guess so. Jones jinx? Well, I mean, those were tough games for both of them. You know? Yeah. Those I, were definitely I tough game. I mean, West Virginia and Texas Tech have always... I mean, West Virginia usually owns that matchup. And, and Navy was an underdog in that game. Even though they were ranked and Memphis wasn't, it was a road game for them, and they were a three-point underdog. Nehemiah Tualololo. So. <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin, Bama, and Penn State still undefeated. Okay, good. All right. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if we gave Wisconsin a loss. Paul Chris being my best friend at all. That'd be a tough so, one. Sometimes he's your best friend, right? No, he always is, actually. Always. Okay. Well, especially when they're undefeated. He's really a good friend of mine. You know, <laughs> they they have a tough loss at some point. Ah, yeah, I used to know him a little bit. But uh, when they're rolling like this, why not? <laughs> Keep it going. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Whoo, a cat. Now, uh, I mean, a two, couple, 200-yard Outings for him. Yeah, they just running grow. Back. They grow badass running backs, running backs they're, they're all like, the time. They're like Georgia, exactly. Yeah. Grow, grow the running backs. But uh, uh, you know, West Virginia knocking off uh, uh, Texas Tech, a close one there. Uh, West Virginia got behind the eight ball, then reeled off touchdown after touchdown, and, and the running game that has been pretty good for Texas Tech up to this point could not stave off uh, the Mountaineers. So a good win uh, for those guys and. Uh, it was a fun college football weekend. I enjoyed it. You know, LSU, which we'll we'll talk about. Never mind. I'm, I'm giving up. <laughs> yeah, don't, I, got, I almost got don't ahead. Don't do it. I'm yeah, you almost, do it. almost got I'm ahead of yourself. I'm, I'm no, of course it. it was fun because and, anytime and, you get a big shakeup like that, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. How, how about Texas A&M? I, I, I said they would win the ball game in the Swamp. Two teams they have yet to defeat since joining the SEC, Florida and LSU, where they can scratch Florida off the list. That was a crazy game down the end. And also Miami-Georgia Tech. Oh, another was one. One. one of my picks. I, I said they'd win the game, and yeah. they almost damn did it, but uh, still covered that six and a half in just a deluge. Yeah, rainy, yeah. disgusting game. But, man, I tell you, Mark Richt is having the time of his life, man. Yeah, he's, he's really, having the ball. He's growing a little facial hair. He's got the goatee working, the tan. He's, he's in a good spot right now. And the U is back. I believe they are back. All right, this is it. Line them up right now. Brian Jones, college football, phone calls at 855-212-4CBS. 
thoughts on Clemson, what's happening in the Pac-12, LSU. If you're one of these guys that's ticked off of Brian Jones and LSU, also give a call, 855-212-4227. It's all about you next. Open line. Let's hear it. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 